Cast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Kathy Zaka, and I'm your host today for Pure Truth. I want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. Both Susan and Laura are still working on other projects. You know, God's really doing some great things with them and they are being obedient to what he's asked them to do. So please continue to pray for both of them. I know that they would appreciate it so very much. The title of today's episode is Intimacy with the Lord in the Days Ahead. And our scripture for today is from Philippians 3.10, and this is from the Amplified Bible. For my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly, and that I may in that same way come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection, which it exerts over believers, and that I may so share his sufferings as to be continually transformed in spirit into his likeness, even to his death. Wow. This verse is from the Apostle Paul. He makes it clear that he is interested in an intimate relationship with God. Paul was determined, and he wanted that relationship with God to grow, develop, and to progressively become more intimate every day of his life. We also need to do the same thing, right? We need to determine and purpose in our hearts to have an intimate relationship with God the same way that Paul did. We should be determined, right, in our hearts to know God and be in intimate fellowship with Him all the time. You know, it took me years to finally realize and understand that I I didn't have to go to church on Sunday and have someone pray for me to communicate with God. I could do it myself. I had to learn that. I thought because I was a sinner, you know, many of us are just naive, and I thought because I was a sinner that God wouldn't listen to me. I had yet to realize that God desires an intimate relationship with all of His children. It's available to every believer no matter what you've done in your past. But it must be cultivated, nurtured, and developed like any other relationship. And God wants to be involved in every area of your life. He wants you to talk to Him. He wants to communicate with you on a daily basis. It is so important for us to do everything we can to deepen our intimacy with God. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20 says, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. And here's another good one. Psalm 27 verse 8 says, My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. It is the will of God that we have fellowship and intimacy with the Spirit of God. We are to seek him in his presence. He invites us to commune with him. Sometimes we get so busy that we leave God out of so many things, you know, especially the busy, chaotic times when we probably need Him the most. When God sees and knows that we make Him a priority, things begin to shift in our lives. When we are in constant fellowship with Him, we will experience peace and joy. I found an article that I want to read from because it explains intimacy with God so well, and I'll put the link 
for this article in the notes section of this episode. All right, here we go. Jesus said eternal life is to intimately know the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. When you get born again, the greatest asset gained is the newfound ability to fellowship with the Father and His Son, Jesus. That is eternal life. It is access back into the Father's presence to fellowship with Him. I really like that. One of the greatest benefits you will gain from an intimate relationship with God is the ability to trust Him more easily. The more intimately you know someone, their character, and their nature, the easier it is to trust them. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12, the Apostle Paul said, For I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. The Apostle Paul intimately knew the God in whom he believed. It's extremely difficult to trust somebody that you don't know, but we can easily place our trust in someone that we have a relationship with, right? When you have an intimate relationship with God, your faith will grow. And it will be a natural outflow because of the intimacy you have developed with him. Intimacy is something we have talked about a lot on this podcast. And it's simply because intimacy is so important to God. We can't trust and have faith in God if we are not close to him. Intimacy is something that God continues to bring up when he speaks to me in my prayer time. It is needed in everything that we do. You know, there are different levels of intimacy. Not all intimacy is sexual. We need intimacy with our spouse, of course, and that is the only area where sexual intimacy is required, right? But there's other types of intimacy that you have with your your spouse as well. We also need intimacy with our children. We need intimacy with our business partners. We need intimacy with our friends. The list could go on and on. And of course, intimacy will be different in each one of those relationships. But we need this to build that relationship. And as we get to know these people, it builds our trust and faith in them. Intimacy, unfortunately, it's a struggle for so many people. Why? Well, the enemy is good at what he does, and the enemy hates it. He does everything he can to destroy it, and it shows. It shows in every aspect of our society. We lack intimacy with our Creator, and it trickles down into our personal lives. Intimacy builds trust. When you know someone, you get to know their character, you get to know their heart and what makes them happy or sad. The same thing works in our relationship with God. Spending time with Him builds our trust and our faith. We get to know His heart. We get to know what makes Him happy or sad. Intimacy is so important for where we are headed. And this is where I want to focus today. Big changes are coming. I've said it so many times. You know, Laura and Susan as well, we've all said it. Big changes are coming. God has been speaking to many of His prophets and He's telling us that big changes are coming. And we need to understand why God keeps telling us that intimacy with Him is so important in the coming days. In this time that we are living in now, we could look back, you know, we could could make a list. We could name many mistakes that we have made along the way to get us into the bad position that we're in now. There are many things that we could list, and lack of intimacy with God will probably be close to the top of the list. God created man in His image, and He meant for us to have relationship with Him. And I've said this before, I'm not going to keep saying it, but it's important. A relationship requires intimacy. It requires spending time with God. We have become so immune to this in the fast-paced environment that we live in. God is a check mark on our long list of to-do items. Grocery shopping, check. Laundry done, check. Church on Sunday, check. And then we're on to the next item on our list, right? I'm not saying that everybody's guilty of it. I know I have been. We are missing out on so much because of this. 
There is revelation and knowledge that come from spending intimate time with the Lord. You know, there could be big changes that are coming up in your life that He wants to warn you about or help you maneuver through. But if you're not taking the time to ask Him about such things on a daily basis, you're just going to stumble and fall time and time again. We could all save ourselves a lot of heartbreak if we slowed down and spent some much-needed time with the Lord. In many of the prophetic words given to me by God, He mentions intimacy, and I can't stress enough how important this is to Him. And we can't move forward in this new era without it. We tried to do things without Him in the past. It obviously didn't work. We have grown apart in many ways from our Creator. Think about Jesus for a moment. He is our greatest example on how to have a relationship with God. He had an intimate relationship with His Father. He spent a lot of time with Him, and God advised and guided Jesus while He was here on earth. We are not meant to live apart from God. He desires to help us in the same way that He helped Jesus. He is our guide in this life here on earth. It is in the intimate time that we spend with the Lord that He will give us revelation on every aspect of our lives. When we don't ask for guidance and direction from the Lord, we are then left to make decisions apart from God, and Satan jumps at the chance to destroy us in all that we do. We need God. We need His wisdom. When everything finally gets revealed, when the truth comes out about what our government and many large corporations have been doing, we will be shocked. We will be angry and hurt. Many will be so confused because they will not understand what has been going on for all of our lives. We have put our trust in earthly things instead of God. We are dealing with the repercussions of that now. We're struggling. We are struggling. And we'll have to deal with the fallout after it all gets revealed. We will have to face it head on. We will have to recognize that we got ourselves to this point because we lost sight of an intimate relationship with God. But God has a plan. He always has a plan. Praise, praise, praise you, Lord. And He will help us understand where we failed. He will show us how important an intimate relationship with Him is for the future. He has wisdom and knowledge beyond our understanding. We absolutely must get this deep down inside of us. It is needed for the changes that are coming. Intimacy with God is needed. He has so many good things planned for us. But in order to know what you are to do right now, you will need to seek Him. Ask Him to show you. Pray. Worship. Sit with Him. Talk to Him daily, not just once a week at church. We talk to our spouses or the people that we love daily. When we got to do the same thing with God. Only good things can come from an intimate relationship with God. There are many people that think God is someone we need to fear. I used to feel this way or that He doesn't care about the mundane things in our life, and that simply isn't true. And I can attest to this myself because I've experienced it. I choose to spend quiet, intimate time with the Lord, and my relationship with Him has grown to be the most special thing in my life. He guides me and teaches me things I need to know about my life, and He'll do the same thing for you. He wants to laugh with you. He loves to laugh. He wants to tease you and joke with you. He wants to sit with you and hug you. He wants to encourage you and give you wisdom. He wants to dance with you. He will show you things that will astound you, and He will teach you the things that you need to know. He is everything all the time. He is everywhere all the time, and He gives you free will to choose Him or this world. He knows you so well, and He has wonderful plans for you.
And I want to share a vision that I had over a year ago. And I've read this vision before, but I want to share it again because it affected me deeply. It helped me understand why intimacy is so important to God. And I received this vision on March the 9th of 2022. I went to sit with the Lord late in the evening, early morning hours, and I turned my praise and worship music on and worshiped and waited for him. I closed my eyes while waiting, and I immediately saw a door. And I heard Jesus say, unlock the door with the key and go inside. In a previous encounter with Jesus, he had given me a set of keys that I clasped tightly to my heart. And as I was standing in front of that door, those keys were in my hand. I unlocked the door and I walked through it. And I was stunned. I was in my room in heaven, a room created just for me. It held all my dreams and visions. It held everything from the time I was born to the end of my life here on earth. It was so familiar to me. This is the most intimate thing I have ever experienced in my life. It was my whole life right in front of me, inside a room that had all the things about me. And it's hard to put into words all the feelings and thoughts that were going through my head. It was good, so good, so special, and so me. There was so much activity going on around me, and all I could do was stare, and I was trying to take it all in. I then heard the Lord speak, Tell me what you see. He was excited. I could hear it in his voice. I said, I see books on bookshelves, and I see a table with chairs in the corner. And the Lord asked, What else? And I replied, I see a lampstand. And I stopped and focused on that lampstand. I was mesmerized. And I then said, It has perfect light. And the Lord chuckled. I noticed the lampstand was made of gold, and the light lit up the entire room perfectly. I saw a memory of my mom sitting in the corner of the room, and she was speaking to me when I was a child. My mom's no longer here. She passed away seven years ago, so this was so special to me. And then I saw the first dog that we ever had when I was a kid. It was a poodle named Brandy, and she was so excited to see me. There was just so much to see, and I was trying to take it all in. And then I heard the Lord speak again, take one of the books off the shelf and open it. So my hands obeyed. And as I opened the book, butterflies came fluttering out. It was so pretty. Some of them looked like tiny angels. And I saw light sparkles coming from the book. And I asked the Lord, what is in it? And he replied, it hasn't been written. I knew in my spirit that there's much he wants me to do. And he delighted in showing me these small details. My focus turned to that lampstand again. There was something about it. The Lord said, the lampstand's important to you. Perfect light is important to you. You're going to write a book about it. I looked at the beautiful book in my hand, nodding in acknowledgement. I was amazed at this revelation. He then asked, what shape is this room? And I looked around me, again amazed at what I was seeing. It isn't round or square, I said. I started walking around the room and I couldn't come up with a shape. So I said, it's multifaceted. And I saw angels working on things all around me. I then began noticing things that were not familiar to me. But before I even asked, the Lord said, There are parts of you that you haven't met yet. I know all of you, and I know all about you. But you don't know all of you yet. There are many things that you have not done, but you will. Wow. I soaked for several moments in what he was saying. This was so personal to me. In this room, my room, there were parts of me that I didn't know yet. I had not met parts of my future self yet. 
This was profound to me. God has so much faith in me, and I couldn't believe I was standing in this room. You know, God knows all of our days. He knows because he has plans for each one of us. He knitted us together in our mother's womb. He knows every detail about us. He knows our past, our present, and our future. And there are parts of you that you haven't met yet. But God knows a future you because he holds your future in his hands. And I cried tears of unbelief while standing there. I cried tears of joy and tears of laughter. The activity in the atmosphere in my room was so fun and giddy. There was singing and so much joy. The Lord then took me into someone else's room. There is a room for each one of us in heaven. The light in this room was dim and there was hardly any activity. And I felt sad for whoever this room belonged to. I knew that this person did not know God. Our Father doesn't want it this way. He wants all of his children to know him intimately. He took me back to my room and I began to look around even more. Again, it was so familiar to me. But then I noticed that there were some of my failures in life, bad decisions and silly mistakes. They were all lined up on a shelf. And I asked the Lord, why are my failures here? I don't want to be reminded of these things. And he immediately and excitedly responded, these are not failures. I don't see them that way at all. These are lessons learned that got you to where you are now. Some of them are hard learned lessons, but each of them are stepping stones that brought you here. Embrace them. They are a part of you. Again, more revelation poured into me. I know he was showing these things to me as a reminder that I need to love myself as he loves me. That's just hard to do. It's hard to do sometimes. And as I was standing there crying, processing, this is the most intimate I have ever been with myself. Tears were streaming down my face. And my Lord, my Father, started relaying to me all the reasons that He loves me. It's the way that you love me, daughter. It is your faith in me. It is the way you laugh. It is your compassion to help people know me. It's your smile. It's the way that you love your husband. It's the intimate time you spend with me. It's the way you love your children. It's the way you write the way you love your grandchildren. It's how you love other people. It's your determination to draw closer to me. It's the way that you love your family and the way you love your friends. It's the way that you dance. It is hearing your voice. It's the way that you smell. (laughs) It's because you so easily forgive the ones that have hurt you. It's the joy I feel when you are near. It is your willingness to learn all you can about me. It is your faith in reading your Bible every single night. It is your determination to overcome every obstacle in your life. It's because you are humble. It's because you are loyal. It's because you're a good teacher. It's the sacrifices that you make for your family. It's how you take care of your family. It's your precious heart. It's because you love to give to others. It's the depth in your eyes. It's your stubbornness on not giving up on anything. (laughs) Wow, he knows me well. It's the way that you love to encourage others. It's how hard you work to achieve your goals. It's the tears that you cry when no one is watching. I know what those tears are for, and they are precious to me. It is your joy for life. It's the way that you love your dogs. (laughs) It's how hard you seek approval from everyone around you. I cried out when he kept saying these things. Father, you're so, so good, and I love you so much. 
I was overwhelmed with love for him. The love I felt when he was speaking those words to me were unlike anything I've ever experienced in my entire life. It was beautiful, breathtaking, humbling, and it helped me understand his love for each of us. It is endless. I fell asleep that night with the Lord still whispering the many reasons that he loves me. He kept going all throughout the night. There were hundreds of reasons that he gave me. I I couldn't even write them all down. I woke up a couple of times during the night and I still heard him whispering to me. When I woke up the next morning, he was still speaking. It was the most beautiful thing to me and it stayed with me all throughout that day. I have never felt so completely loved in all of my life. It was by far the best encounter I've ever had with the Lord. I can't wait to meet and know the parts of me that I haven't even met yet. Because of Him, my future is bright. Because my Father loves me, and I will do my best to honor Him for the rest of my life. I want to know more about Him because He knows everything about me. And it's the same for you. He knows you deeply. He knows you intimately. And He loves you more than you can imagine. I encourage you to ask God to show you your room in heaven. And every time I think about this encounter, I am overwhelmed with feelings of love. Love for my Father and Jesus, and love that I feel that they have for me. God is so good. He loves us so thoroughly, so deeply, and He knows everything about us. But we don't know everything about Him. That's why intimacy is so important. We must do everything we can to seek Him, to have a relationship with Him so we can learn more about Him. There are so many things He wants to reveal to us. His Word says that He will reveal things to us that we do not know. It says it in Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great mighty things which you do not know. In the days ahead, we will need to hold this promise close to our hearts. Jesus is coming back for His perfect bride. And when all the evil that we are currently dealing with right now is revealed and defeated, we will then begin to prepare ourselves as his perfect bride. We will need God in the coming days. We will need his guidance, his wisdom, and his revelation. We've always needed him. But so many of us have got caught up in the world and we're suffering because of the choices that we made. And I want to share a word that I received from the Lord about this episode in particular on intimacy. He desperately wants to have an intimate relationship with each one of his children. And I received this on November the 12th of 2023. I went to sit with the Lord this morning. I needed quiet time with him. I wanted to shut off the world for a while and just be in his presence. And he met me there, as he always does. And I am grateful for him. I am thankful that he loves so deeply, that he cares about the smallest things. He never fails to amaze me. And I love and appreciate his faithfulness so, so much. In my walk with the Lord, I have discovered that intimacy is what he desires most with his children. A deep connection that goes beyond sitting in church on Sunday. He wants us to talk to him about everything that is on our hearts. He wants to guide and direct us so we don't make foolish decisions, just like an earthly father. But we get more with our Heavenly Father, for he knows our future. He knows what path we should be on. And as I sat there, praying, I felt his presence all around me, and I heard him speak. He said, my children are beginning to understand what's going on around them and around the world. My awakening has touched even the hardest of hearts, and it will continue to do so. 
They have discovered that all is not as it seems. They have discovered that the lies go deep. And they have discovered that this has been happening for longer than they have been alive. This time that you are living in is an Esther moment. For each of you were born for such a time as this. And I'm going to read Esther chapter 4 verse 14. It says, And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. And the Lord continues, I created you for this time. I knitted you in your mother's womb to be born in this place in time. Psalm 139 verses 13 through 14 says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And the Lord continues, You were created to do great and mighty things. I know you deeply, and I know you intimately. Where we are headed, you cannot take your old way of doing things with you. You must leave it behind. The old way of doing things are completely controlled by your enemy. I am bringing new blueprints, new strategies, new plans, new ways of doing things that will completely change everything. You have a place in what I am doing. You are a huge part of the changes that are coming, for I have uniquely created you for this time and this place. It does not matter what age you are. If you are here, you are part of what I am doing. Many of you are asking, what is my part in this? What have you created me to do? My answer is intimacy. If you want to know, it requires intimacy with me. Not just church on Sunday, but a deep abiding relationship with me. I already know everything about you. Everything. And I love you deeply. Yet many do not know me as I know them. Intimacy with me is what is needed to move forward in this new era. If you don't know where to start, start there. It is in this intimacy that I will reveal to you everything you need to know about what you are to do and where your place is in this world. You were created perfectly for this time and you fit perfectly in this place, in this world. I have plans to prosper you and not harm you. And I'm going to read Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Intimacy. That is what I am asking for, because I love your smile, your laughter, your sense of humor. I love your heart and the way you affect the people around you. I love the way that you love others. I love every part of you. I love you. All I ask is that you seek me deeply, intimately, as I seek you every single day. I ask you to get to know me as I know you, and in this intimacy, I will show up in ways that you have never experienced before. I will show you how to do what I have created you to do in this new era where the old has gone and the new has come. You are important to me. You are perfect for what I have created you for. Intimacy. If you want it, I am here, waiting, always, just for you. My child, I love you so, so much. Come Let me show you. Wow. Thank you, Lord. He desires intimacy. And once you have it, that deep abiding love and relationship with the one who created you, you will never look back. You will never go back to the way that you used to be. Psalm 63 verse 1 says, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. 
My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. And then Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 13 says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Developing intimacy with God is essential for you in your journey in life. It is imperative that we have this intimacy in the days ahead because of the changes that are coming. And I know I've talked about the many changes that are coming before. (laughs) But I want you to get this, understand and grasp it like never before. These changes are going to be huge. Life as we now know it will be completely different. God is shaking things up. He is doing a deep cleansing. He is draining the swamp and taking down and destroying all the ones that have partnered with evil. He is going to show us all the things that we have let the enemy get away with, and it will change us deeply. God's truth will come out, and we will want nothing to do with what the enemy has been planning, for he has plans to kill and destroy us. But God's plans are the opposite. He has good plans, and he will guide us in the coming days. He's preparing many of us for that now. Intimacy with God is what we need in the days ahead. If you don't know what to do or where to start, like he said, intimacy, start there. He will show you what to do. He will give you his peace that surpasses all understanding. Start by seeking him, talking to him, asking him about all the things that are on your heart. He's listening. He's always listening. And he will answer. It may take some time and lots of practice to learn how to get away from the world for a bit and turn off all the noise. I promise you, though, you won't regret it. He sees you, he hears you, and he is cheering you on. Your relationship with him will grow. Your trust will grow. Your faith will grow. And your love will grow. So many things will begin to make sense that didn't before. And you will learn to recognize his voice. He will guide your every step because he loves you. We need intimacy, guys. We need intimacy in the days ahead. We need it. We must desire it as much as God wants it with us. All right, it's time to close. And I hope you enjoyed today's discussion on intimacy with God. And before I close, I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. We have so many wonderful things to be thankful for. Praise God. All right, and I'll close with this scripture from 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verses 8-11. through 11. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing psalms to him, talk of all his wondrous works, glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength, seek his face evermore. Today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you so much for all that you do for us, Caitlin. And I mentioned an article earlier, so I'll put the link for that article in the notes section of this episode. Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews that we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. And also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. And thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We would love to hear from you, so please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Laura's website is laurapotter.us. And Susan's website is susanoffen.com. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. And one more time, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy this time with your family and your friends. Until next time, your favorite podcaster, Kathy. Electric acid.
Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.